0: Yo, what's going on, guys? My name is Chandler, or the Geek Slays, and welcome back to the Scuffed As Podcast, episode 124. Today, we are joined by a very special guest. You probably know him from his music playing on my stream all the time. We got Wednesday. How you doing today, my guy?
1: Wonderful, wonderful. How you doing, man?
0: Doing pretty good. Now, I just did a podcast a couple weeks ago with Mindy, And I'm going to let you know right off the bat, I don't know the most about the music industry, so these questions are coming from a place of not knowing a ton.
1: All good, all good.
0: (laughs) But I, I always want to start it off kind of the same way with what got you into making music? How did your music career start?
1: I guess, I don't know, I mean you know, going up in school, moving, moving schools a lot, you try to fit in with like, you know, make friends and whatnot. And I always had a lot of trouble fitting in with crowds and and not being like the cool guy necessarily. So I always liked music growing up and, you know, growing up with my grandparents too, my grandpa would sing a lot. And I was like, man, maybe if I made music, maybe people would think I was cool, you know, but it never turns out how you think. You know people clown you at the beginning and of course having the name wednesday didn't help you know people would be like um you spelled it wrong you spelled it wrong blah 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 blah, blah. and you know but fast forward to right now it's it's paying off it's got its stresses just like anything else you know but it, it's a it's a thing that i love to do so you know shout out to grandpa for getting me on music and, and loving all kinds of genres not just rap and hip hop and whatnot so that's, that's pretty much the gist of it
0: that's awesome that's awesome gotta love the family ties there so for sure for sure what made you choose rap specifically is that just the genre you lean towards the most like personally listening to or
1: i guess um, i first discovered rap when i was like I don't know, like third grade or something. I don't even know how to turn off these notifications. <laughs> I'm so new to this. I'm sorry, but no, you're um, good. um, yeah. So I was like in third grade, and my cousin showed me Jay Z for the first time. Man, I think it was 99 Problems, and it's like, yo, rap is crazy. Like, how how do they get these words to like rhyme? Because growing up, I really listened to whatever my grandpa listened to, or what dad and mom listened to. Now, so to me being able to rhyme words on a beat and just have it flow so consistently and dope. I was like I want to I want to figure out how to do that. So I would, you know, walk around with my little uh CD player, you know, big ass headphones, and I would just like rewrite my own rem- remixes to songs and um it was just something that I wanted to master. I wanted to be able to to tell a story or just rhyme words cohesively. Um but I, I wouldn't say that I make just rap. I mean, a lot of majority of it is is rap, but I, I like to kind of dip into like R and B, maybe, or some like bedroom pop, or some indie alternative. I want to uh, show people that I'm not just the rapper. Like, I can make you anything really. I can make your song in Spanish, you know. Even like people around me joke, when are they gonna get the country album? You know, m- maybe that might happen down the road. I don't know, but. I do love rap, but I also love all kinds of genres, and and I'm not just boxing the one thing. Like, I could give you whatever you want, really.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. You got to love the ability to do more than one thing. I don't think a ton of people can. Seen a lot of people try and not be able to do it. So that is fair. Now, if I remember correctly, The Sky is Blue is your newest album, right?
1: Yes. Yes, sir. Yes.
0: Okay. So, I see I don't remember if it's the entire album or just most of it. You collaborated with Flixo. How did that really? How did that happen? How did that start?
1: So, yeah, he he mixed, mastered and produced the entire album on his own. So, shout out to Flixo. It's my boy. Um we first started communicating, it was a few years ago. He found me on SoundCloud if I'm not mistaken. He could probably tell you better, but um he, he reached out to me, just telling me that he liked the music and he wanted to collab eventually. And After a couple of months of just kind of not knowing what to do, we ended up collabing on our first song. That really kind of stuck was Make It Right. And ever since then, I mean, we haven't turned back. You know, we, we collab consistently all the time. I have music where we might not collaborate, but I want to say like 90% of my catalog maybe is already produced by Flixo. And, you know, we just push each other to to create something different, we don't want to give people the same sound every single time we drop. So, you know, this is the second album that we've released together where it's just me and him exclusively on the production. And I mean, the guy's a genius, you know, I got to give him his flowers. I wouldn't be where I'm at sonically or, you know, as far as lyrically without him, he's always telling me, you know, right, right. Cause before working with him, you know, even, even now still now and then, I don't write. I just play the beat, you know, do a take or two, and, and it's always just a freestyle. But he's really hard on writing and just bettering the craft and being a better songwriter. So that's my boy. And, and Guy mm-hmm. Blue is, in my books, a classic. So I'm going to look back at that always and just be really gr- grateful for these moments that we've had and, and the collabs that we're making and still have more to make. So.
0: I'm, I'm a big fan of the Sky's Blue, the entire album. I, th- I think that's the first album of yours I heard, though. That's the majority of what I've listened to. Because got to find music I'm allowed to play on stream, which is <laughs> shockingly difficult. But at least to find good music that you can play on <laughs> stream, it's a pain. There's all sorts yeah. of weirdos who are like, I made a beat and it's awful. It's like who's <laughs> listening to this for twelve hours a day, bro? Come on. But.
1: Yeah, no, I've I've heard that it's it's been a struggle with streamers trying to find music on, you know, to play on Twitch without getting it taken down or whatever the issue is with it. But you know, I've had streamers reach out to me and say, Is it cool if I play Metal? By all means, like go for it. Play it as much as you want, play whatever you want. You're always gonna have my permission. There's never an issue with that.
0: That's awesome. And I think most musicians sit at the same point you do, where like they want it to be played on people's streams. It's the higher ups, the record labels who are like, no, we own that. That's our money.
1: And I don't that's 100%. Know. Yeah. That's 100%. It's a lot of it has to do with the money end of it. You know, you don't want people making money off you. And you know i'm not a very big person on the whole money end of it or materialistic like i'm I'm here to just spread the joy spread music give the people what they want and yeah i mean you can save all that other jazz for the birds
0: <laughs> right like i think the weirdest thing is i don't know how many people are going into a streamer's stream just thinking i'm only here for the music in the background <laughs> like I, I don't think the streamers stealing the artists or the labels money. I think it almost benefits more because somebody will hear a song on a stream and be like, yo, who is that? What is that song? And that'll actually drive actual sales and actual numbers more than (laughs) hoping somebody hears it somewhere. Whereas like, there's a lot of streamers. Somebody's going to like your music. Somebody's going to want to play it so people can hear it.
1: That's right. You know, and I wish I wish the labels and the higher ups had that mentality, but everybody's greedy these days. You know, it's big corporate and, and you know, whatever you whatever they say has to go and it has to fly. And, so that's why I'm glad I'm independent for the moment, you know, whatever. But Fair. I have my freedom. I can do whatever I want, drop whatever I want and let whoever I want play my music on their streams. All awesome. for it.
0: That's awesome. So, I'm going to move on to FTI. How did how did Wednesday and FTI become a thing? How did you find FTI, or did they find you?
1: So, Matt reached out to me, I want to say, a year ago, a year and a half ago, somewhere around that time. Um, we had a mutual friend who goes by the name of Lord45. I don't know if you know him. Um, his name is Nick. And he was a fan of the music that we were putting out at the time, which was, you know, two, three years ago. And he reached out to me, you know, asked me if I wanted to be featured on a newsletter. And I I don't know what all this is, but I was I was interested and I was I was down. And that relationship you know ended up being something way bigger and you know, I consider Matt like a brother, the whole FTI community, you, everybody's family. You know, we're all here to just grow and expand and help each other any way that we can, benefit. So I'm very grateful for Matt, you know, reaching out and getting me in touch with people like you and everybody I've met along the way and all of it that he shows us, you know, he goes out of his way to do above and beyond what we ask or what we need. And, you know, that guy has a big heart and I appreciate him and love him death. and I got him and I got everybody in the FCI community forever. So
0: for sure, that's something that I've, Just recently found FTI, I guess, probably February, maybe. And yeah, just the Matt is crazy with what he will do for people and expecting almost nothing in return, which is not how that goes. It annoys me. We'll argue for an hour normally. It's like, hey, I don't have time to make a thumbnail for a YouTube video. You want to do it? Yeah. It's like, all right, how much do I owe you? Nothing. It's like, fuck you come on man this isn't how this works so we'll argue for an hour and i'll get nowhere dude's crazy love that guy but i mean just like you were saying yeah the opportunities that fti has allowed me to have and the people i've been allowed to meet you mindy uh you know artie all these cool people in the community that there's no shot i would have met if i didn't if fti didn't exist but
1: yeah, no, man. Shout out to Matt. Matt, big, big love to that guy and everybody in the community. Everybody's super welcoming. And you probably, you know, experienced that oh, too. Right. Everybody shows love. And it's, it's amazing. I love the community. I love Matt.
0: I mean, shit, while well, we're bragging up Matt, he's the reason this episode of this podcast is happening. So, For
1: sure. There you Shout go. out to Matt.
0: <laughs> um, but I think. This is always interesting. I like getting people's view on this. I'm putting you on the spot. You can have one or two lists. It's entirely up to you, but I would like to know your top ten rappers of all time and then your top ten artists of all time, because those are two very different categories.
1: Sure, sure, man. Top ten rappers. Let's see, Jay Z. Biggie, Little Wayne, Kanye West, Drake. Um, that's a hard one. Eh? You got me on that one. Um, Corral, uh Future, um, Rick Ross. Rick Ross always comes with bars. Um, Game, the game is dope. <laughs> Tupac, classic.
0: Oh, I was gonna um, call you out for forgetting Tupac.
1: That was <laughs> Tupac for sure, for sure. I mean, it took me a while to get on Tupac. I feel like I had to grow up a little bit and, and mature and to appreciate the bars and lyrics. You know, being young, you, you listen to it, but it doesn't really catch your ear until you, right? You know, your late teens or whatever. But for sure, those are my top ten rappers, artists, and. Brockhampton. Okay. You can count those as all ten, but for sure Brockhampton. <laughs> um the weekend, the weekend's dope. Um and this is hard. You got yeah. me for sure. Um yeah. Travis Scott, Travis Scott so far. fire. His earlier stuff more so dope, but yeah. Um, yep. yep. Man, Black Eyed Peas. I feel like no one gives credit ooh, to Black Eyed okay. Peas, man. That was, they get, they're got they responsible for a lot of the hits growing up. Um, That's
0: true. That's true.
1: Ooh, man, I should have put this on my top 10 rappers, but I'll give him credit right now. Mac Miller for sure. Okay. Oh, man. Boy Pablo's dope. Oh, Breakins. Breakins is definitely in my top 10. <laughs> Midwest, Glive, and there's this new guy. I don't know. I don't know how many people know him, but he's pretty popping. Hay Haylock or something like that.
0: Don't think I've ever it's, heard. Yeah, he
1: says main... like hyper pop stuff, but that's okay. that's what I've been on lately. Some hyper pop shit. And
0: okay,
1: I don't know if I'm supposed to kiss, But no, you're good. Um, you're good. Uh, yeah, those would be my top ten right now at the moment. Okay,
0: for sure. I think. I'm going to call it out before somebody does in the comment section somewhere. You didn't put Eminem's name in your top 10. And I'm just curious, was that just a brain fart? Or are you one of the people who actually doesn't think Eminem deserves anywhere close to the list?
1: No, man. Definitely Eminem. That's a bonus on both lists. I... (laughs) I remember being like, I think I was in kindergarten when the uh, Five Mile movie came out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And and that was like, before my cousin played me, Jay Z, like that was my first experience at rap. And, and that movie was just like, man, it almost made me wanting to go like through the struggle that he was going in. I was like, right. I need to experience that to get it to the level that he's at. But yeah, Eminem for sure, classic timeless music. Yeah. Yeah. Always, always comes with the bars. I mean, that that man is a genius in his own right. So yeah, for sure. Eminem. Holy cow.
0: Cause I, I don't know. It's become a bigger thing on the internet. Now people don't like Eminem anymore. So I had to see which way it <laughs> leaned there because there are so many artists you're going to forget names. Cause oh, I mean, yeah, you can create an entire top 10 list just off of guys that you don't think of initially you know
1: for sure, like for sure for sure
0: tech 9 Hobson, like there's all these other names that you might not they might not be the first one in your head but when somebody else says them, it's like ooh I did forget that one you know andre yeah, from I'm... outcast oh my
1: <laughs> yes yes holy cow yeah i mean there's, there's you know off the top a ton of the names so there's so many greats for sure you're
0: you're always going to forget somebody and somebody's going to try to call you out for it So I was trying to jump in before that happened.
1: I appreciate you reminding me (laughs) how great Eminem is and, you know, forever will be.
0: That could have been a more interesting conversation if you were one of the weirdos who's like, Eminem was never good. It was a lie. No,
1: man. No, you got to give that man his flowers for what he's done. And, you know, if nothing else, it's
0: just lyrically. He's a menace. (laughs)
1: Literally. One of the greatest storytellers of all time, for yeah, sure.
0: Absolutely wild. But I think the same for a lot of guys. It's just it's tough.
1: It is, it is. It's tough. That's a hard question. That's absolutely. a hard question.
0: Absolutely. And I'm I'm a weirdo, so like my top ten artists would have been See, it always comes down to like, am I supposed to be answering like who's the best or who I liked the most is always the question that comes up. Because
1: that's, yeah, that's pretty hard.
0: Because, like, I, my, like, the main genre of music I listen to, I guess, is the genre that nobody knows what to call it. So, like, pop punk, punk rock, that type of... So, like, Linkin Park, Simple Plan. It's like, I'm probably going to put Linkin Park in my top ten artists of all time. Would most people? Probably not, but I will. Because, like, that's, it's all opinion at that point and then if you're trying to go the best it's always weird because like the beatles is tough like they were the best but i don't know i don't vibe with their music that much there's some songs sure but it's like they're one of those bands it's like i'm not gonna list them on my personal top 10 right but if we're talking about the best you almost have to right yeah, I mean, it's kind of
1: like the, the argument with, like, the Beach Boys, you know, and and Run DMC. Like, these are people who, like, in history, yes, they're the greatest, you know, that have done it. But is it something that I'm, like, driving, you know, somewhere and I put it on? Like, not really. But, you know, flowers and respects to them for what they did. And, I mean, they're down in history. So.
0: Absolutely. Keeping it weirdly on the rap train... What did you think, because I'm always curious on people's opinions about this, the MGK Eminem beef, what did you think of that whole ordeal?
1: I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Flexo was a big fan of his latest album, of MGK's latest album. I don't know what it was called, but it was some kind of like, it was like rock
0: yeah, album or his, something his like His two that. newest, Tickets to My Downfall and <laughs> there you go. Mainstream yep. Sellout are both more pop punk and so yes. i've begun to like mgk because he transitioned to music that <laughs> is like my main thing to listen to
1: but yeah i mean that whole beef was just like super weird to me it kind of almost felt like it was out of nowhere but at the same time like it's cool for the for artists to you know spar i wouldn't want anything to come out of it more than just you know songs back and forth for sure. of course but i think it brings out a side of an artist that maybe they wouldn't have tapped into had they not had that, you know, spiel. And it's dope to get music from your favorite artist anytime, you know? So I played both of the songs. Did I favor one more than the other? Yes. Eminem's of course. Um, But you know, it's good. It's good to be competitive and, and keep it, keep it in the music. You know, it's, you never want it to get out of hand or nobody, you know, lose anybody in, in, in the results of it, but for but,
0: sure. Yeah,
1: I mean it, it was interesting and it was dope to see those two go at it.
0: We're lucky we didn't lose Eminem because of it when he called out Diddy for oh, <laughs> killing <Tupac>. oh, oh. <laughs> I heard that and I was like, it's, Oh my god, he really gives zero fucks about anything. Oh for huh? sure, for <laughs> sure. You
1: know, but that, you expect that from Eminem. You know right. he's gonna say some pretty outlandish shit, but you gotta know like deep down it's just wordplay you know and it's just just, he's having fun and it's good that that man can still have fun with it you know some artists just put out bland stuff and it's like whatever but that man still has passion for it for sure well
0: yeah like you were saying i mean the the beef you get the music out of it which is always fun because like rap devil and kill shot are both songs that like i don't think anyone in the world currently has them on playlists that they listen to every day but are songs you go back and listen to and, like, man, that was a funny time.
1: It was. It was. One of my friends is actually just playing uh, Kill Shot. And I was just like, wow, I, like, literally had forgotten about this yep. song. And you listen to it and it's just like, oh, this is so fucking fire.
0: Yep. It, like I said at the time, I think Kill Shot was the better diss. But it was Rap Devil might have been the better song. Like, to just sit around and listen to Rap Devil might have been the better, like, mainstream song, right? That makes sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah, commercially, you yeah, know, if you if really want to go sell it and whatnot, yeah, it would yeah. be the better choice for it, for sure, yeah.
0: But, I, I don't know, I hate the weird, well, you know, MGK sucks because he lost to Eminem. It's like, that might have been the best thing for him, because it made him do it- something different that he's really good at.
1: For the longest time, I mean, I forgot MDK was a rapper. I I didn't know that he still could come out with those kind of lyrics, you know? So it was was refreshing and it was good. Like, he kind of came out and reminded people, like, if I really want to do this, I can still do it, you know?
0: And then it transitioned him into a different genre, and people still clown him. (laughs) Eminem made you switch genres. It's like... And now he's made more just on the sales of tickets to My Downfall than he did in his entire career before that. Oh,
1: for sure. He... Yeah, I mean, it's a blessing in disguise almost, you know. Yeah.
0: like he revitalized an entire genre of music that almost died. Nobody was making new pop punk stuff. MGK no. decides to do it, and now people are... Simple plan is talking about doing another tour. Uh, who, Who just released an album? For the first time in forever my chemical romance like these bands are like coming back and like oh shit we did this we can do this again and if it wasn't for that beef we wouldn't have it which is awesome the weird impacts those little things can have on the entire industry is insane
1: for sure man you know use it use it as a marketing strategy or whatever his comeback. I mean, the point is you want to sell, you know, whether it be albums or tours, it's it's something to grab people's attention and and start listening and be intrigued. And, and for him to come back and make another genre like that, you know, not something that he's very, that he's done before, I guess, um, is really dope.
0: So outside of you and Flixo for some of the beats or all of them, Do you have, like, a team around you other than you and Flixo, or is it just kind of that?
1: So I'm managed by my best friend, Benny Proof. Um, You know, I've known her since we were in elementary school, and at one point, I think we were a freshman or sophomore, I was like, hey, man, like, I kind of want to take music seriously. Would you be my manager? And he's like, I don't know how to do that. But at the time, I was emailing... A bunch of different venues around the city trying to perform headline whatever and i couldn't get anybody to you know respond to me or take me serious and benny just kind of has that demeanor of you're gonna listen to me you know so he literally ma- emailed the same venues that i had emailed and they all responded and were like yeah we're interested and, and he got me my first headlining show and you know i consider him like a big brother that i never had but um yeah he's my manager um, my little brother, Jarrett, he also helps co-write songs and he plays guitar. So he's, he's musically inclined, you could say. And um, yeah, I mean, Flexo producing a majority of the records. And I mean, I, I have a bunch of great people around me that inspire me. And um, I have a good friend from West Liberty. She actually wrote and recorded the intro on Sky is Blue that, whole okay. intro so she wrote it i call her n because i can't pronounce her name very well and i don't want to i don't want to massacre it on on here but uh shout out to her we're working on something right now um that i'll be announcing hopefully in the coming days she's going to be writing some more so yeah i mean as far as like a team that's about it
0: okay okay when it comes to writing music i know you were saying you don't like to, I don't know if that's the right word, but like you freestyle more, right? When it comes to actually writing, do you have a place you go or a thing you do that gets you in the correct headspace for doing that to let the creative juices flow?
1: For sure. um Like on Sky is Blue, I, I did spend a lot more time thinking about what I was writing. Whereas, like when I'm just freestyling, it's kind of just like whatever sounds good and flows with the beat. But on Sky is Blue, I really wanted to pull the whole album together along with N's poem at the beginning. Um, I just wanted to talk about what my life had been in the last year since me and Fluxo had dropped their first album. So it's a lot of like, yeah, it's reminiscing, you know, you're just thinking about the past and, you know, the people that broke your heart or, or whatever. And I feel like, like a lot of that. Getting my feelings hurt, as corny as that sounds, inspires me the most. You know, people that doubt me or the naysayers, you're never going to beat this or do that, whatever. A lot of that just gives me that drive that I need to really make a good song, and write like a good song. I, I don't like to write, you're right. I don't absolutely hate it the most. But, nope. you know, I, I took a trip out to Texas last year, I think, and I was... I was just in a car for a very long time, and when I got there, I was just stuck in this like condo for a couple of days. So I was just writing on my phone constantly, nonstop, and trying to perfect everything. And I mean, when I when I write a good song, I take a lot of pride in it. But sometimes it's like writer's block, like you just can't think of anything. Yep. But but writing writing's writing's fun sometimes. You can tell a story better than when you're just freestyling and just saying whatever comes to mind. But
0: yeah, for sure. That part of the creative process is, I think, something that more people share, no matter what you actually do, whether it's music or videos, movies, whatever. It's the actual, like, sitting down, like, okay, I actually have to come up with ideas and figure something out. And you just sit there for 12 hours, like, suddenly no ideas, suddenly my brain's empty.
1: <laughs> it, drives me, it drives me nuts because like I'll, I'll hear a really dope beat and then like I'm thinking of ideas and by the time I get like Pro Tools loaded up and I get situated and then it's just like, my drive is completely gone. I can't get the lyrics I was just thinking, I can't get the flow like, and it like it's something that I just kind of announced last year too that I've never really been public about is like, mental health, you know, I'm bipolar. Yeah. And and that affects me, but also inspires me in a way, you know, some days I'm just super mad at, I don't know what, you know, the world or whatever. And some days I'm just feeling like I'm on top of the world. So it's either I hate the world or I'm on top of it. Right. And e- either or can inspire me to make, you know, sad song, happy song, for good sure. feel song, whatever it is, but for sure.
0: For sure. That's Always, It's always interesting. Creative processes are very intriguing because everybody does it different. You know, whether it's, well, I go smoke weed and sit on the deck and, you know, stuff kind of, I get ideas and I, I don't write them down because I'm too high. I can't make my hands work. So I just record myself saying things. Sometimes there's cool ideas there. I know somebody who used to do that. That was how they came up with every idea for everything they did. It didn't go well ever. But they had ideas nonstop. It was great. But you know. Oh go ahead.
1: I give I give props to anybody that can smoke weed and be creative. Like that for sure is not me. I'm going to sleep if I do that yep, instantly. That's, yeah, yep,
0: that's that's the whole point of it. Knock me out. <laughs> it's a good time. It's a good time. Sure. So this was a question Matthias and I have talked a bit about different questions. I should ask, and what are some personal milestone goals that you've accomplished? Not like public feats, but things you've accomplished that you set out for yourself at the beginning of your music career. Different things you wanted to do that, you know, aren't specifically like, oh, well, I went on tour, I made an album. I think those are very average goals, like things specifically you had as goals for this
1: oh man there's I mean you know the thing that I started telling myself just recently maybe late last year is like this this could go anywhere you know this could just I could fall off one day and nobody cares about Wednesday anymore or I could blow up and be the biggest thing anybody from around here has ever seen you know but the thing that I keep telling me is that I need to just slow down Regardless of how it's going and just enjoy the moments whether they be good or bad. I want to be able, to, like someday You know if I do blow up look back and enjoy this because you're never gonna get this again if you yep. you know Become this big artist. You're just gonna look back and you're gonna be like What was it like? What was the journey like? What was the process like but? um, I guess when I was, like, 14, I got discovered by this artist, or this DJ slash producer from the Ukraine. His name was Histab. And my goal at that, you know, within those years that we were working together was to just make a really good product, whether it be writing, rapping, or just giving my input. And we ended up working with Kanye West's creative company, Donda. They created all the artwork, so that was, like, a major milestone for me at like 15 or 14 years old, I was like, this is insane. Like working with Kanye's creative company, I would have never thought, um, and working along them, I got recognized by a lot of people in the industry. Um, but another milestone that I had, of course, was getting a thousand month listeners on Spotify, which happened late last year. Awesome. That, that was really dope. You know, I got a cake for it and everything. So I was really proud of that moment. um, headlining my first show ever. I got to do that when I was still in high school and um, my science teacher actually came out to my first show. So that was, that was dope. That was a milestone. And we ended up packing the whole, the whole first floor of the venue. It was a free show and ironically it was on a Wednesday night and they didn't think that anybody was going to come, but the venue was so packed that they had to get an extra bartender from another bar that they were partnered with to come keep up with the amount of people that were asking for alcohol and whatnot so that was dope and they came up to me after the show and said we're never doing a free show with you ever again so (laughs) that was a mouth that was a mouthful for sure um you know i just i got a bunch of goals still that you know i haven't fulfilled yet you know being an artist of course everybody wants to get signed to a record label It's always very, there's a gray line, you know, is it going to benefit you? Do you want to keep your independence? I'm like in between on that. You know, I do want to get signed someday. I want to change the lives of all my friends and family around me because they deserve it. And, you know, if that costs me owing a label like 10 albums or whatever, like, I can dish out music regardless, but... Definitely want to sign someday, experience that, and help people out. Um, another milestone would be, and this is like maybe not even music related, but I want to open up like a, a foundation or something later on for mental health around the area, and, and just let kids because a lot of kids do listen to music and they look for, you know, motivation or inspiration or just not to feel alone. I want people to be aware that it's okay to not be mentally healthy you know it's okay to have those flaws so that's that's another goal and open up a foundation or something like that that's um, awesome yeah i mean that's that's about it of course Wanna a grammy someday so i can just put it on the bookshelf uh sure <laughs> yeah that's as far as i can think right now yeah that's, that's it
0: i i do like the you know focus more on the journey than than the end goal right because i sure. think that would suck you know, be so eyes to the future that you finally get there. And Well, what was the journey like? I don't remember it. I, I didn't care. I didn't care about the journey. I cared about getting here. Now I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> like...
1: <laughs> you kind of almost lose like your purpose, you know, like why did you start doing this in the first place? And I have friends who have signed labels and, you know, we don't talk on the daily like we used to anymore. And, I wouldn't say that they switched up or what the case may be, but it almost feels like they didn't they didn't slow down and enjoy what their life was like in the process of making it to where they are now. And now they may be unhappy or you know, they don't know what the goal is or whatever. But that's something that I just tell myself constantly, is like wherever this goes, I wanna enjoy these moments. Every single show that I've had, anybody who's come up to me, you know, after a show and told me that was crazy. I appreciate it. Like just those kinds of moments. You just want to soak it in and enjoy it while you can.
0: For sure. For sure. I, yeah. The, the journey, I think if you listen to like other artists who have made it right. Cause I think everybody's definition of made it is very different. For Who's sure. made it and who hasn't. Right. Cause yeah. I don't know. Is, is it, Is money the determining factor? Fame? I don't know. But if you listen to bigger artists who've made it, they always talk about how the journey was the most fun part because it's where you do the most, you learn the most. You get to a point where it's just like, you're just there. You just exist now. There's, like, I think for some artists, there's not another hill to try to climb. Like, you've just peaked, and now what do you do? And I think getting there without remembering the journey would be awful.
1: Yeah, I I agree a hundred percent with that. I, me and Flexo, I put out like uh, ten singles. I think it was last summer before we put out "Skies Blue," um, and to just get in the mentality of of being hungry because everybody, you know, whether you're a gamer, whether you're an artist, or you make movies or whatever, you sometimes get a roadblock and you don't know if you want to do it anymore. You don't have the motivation, inspiration. I felt like I was way too comfortable in my situation with life and people around me that I just kind of had to force myself to just struggle. Like I I just started fasting. Um, I would go days where I would just literally starve myself because I felt like I just wasn't hungry, literally to accomplish anything so i literally would just go like weeks where i would have maybe one meal a day and it would be a very small meal and the rest of the time i was just drinking water just to make myself feel like i need to make something good because i need to get out of this like i need to get out of this mentality the situation like that was the craziest thing that i've done just to make some music this literally fast starve myself and 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 just put my body through that, like, experience of, like, I can't be comfortable. You never can get comfortable.
0: Right. That's that's fair. And that's super interesting, right? Because, you know, you always think of, you know, I want to get out of the struggle, right? And then the minute you're out of it, you realize, oh, the struggle is what helped me do what I do. Oh, no. Now I have to force myself to struggle somehow which is just weird. It's a yeah, weird thing yeah. that, but I, at least as far as I know, that's how almost everybody has to be. I don't know many Maybe, people who get to be complacent and still great at what they do.
1: It's tough. Once you feel like you're, you, you know, like you said, like you've made it quote unquote, it's like, what's your drive now? What are you doing for? What is the reward? I'm I'm just like I can't I can't be comfortable in the shoes that I'm in right now because then I'm just gonna give you half-ass music and it's not gonna be anything that's worth listening to relatable. Like I need to put myself through these situations, whether it be, you know, starving myself, getting heartbroken, um just dealing with with the things going through your head constantly. I just and that's a big thing, is just face it. You know, whatever you're you're struggling with is just face it overcome it and it's a better feeling at the end of it
0: for sure um i think sorry um i don't know the it's it's interesting that you have to find struggles that's always weird
1: (laughs) yeah i wouldn't say like i'm I'm rich in any kind of aspect or anything like that but you just you get in this routine of you know, life is going really, really good. And as weird as it sounds, like, I can't really make too many feel-good songs. That's just not, like, the the crowd that I reach out to or whatever. Sky is Blue is a very optimistic album, I feel. It's it's a very, yeah. like, you know, get out there, do whatever you want. Even on rainy days, like, past all those clouds, the sky is always going to be blue. And, and I was really proud of that because... It took a lot for me to create a body like that and be so upbeat and joyous, and and it was it was fun to do something other than just like my sad, happy music, crying about a girl, whatever.
0: Right. Fair enough. So I'm gonna go back into some more ideas Matthias wanted me to try in a couple of different places. So this one's interesting. I'm gonna choose three of my personal favorite songs just in general. And we're supposed to see if any of those songs actually had an impact on what you do. Right. Does that kind of make sense? This was an idea. I want to try it out. I want to see how it goes. So knowing you're more rap leaning, I'm going to try to figure out, I want to make sure I'm naming songs. You might know it'd be tough if you didn't know any of the three <laughs> so i gotta do that a little bit would you say there's a song in particular that has inspired you more or had a huge impact on you at all
1: i wouldn't say a song necessarily but my beautiful dark twisted fantasy by Kanye West i mean okay. that whole album as a whole like Okay, just inspired me to be to try to produce. That really got me out of my shell, and a lot of my earlier stuff that I was self-producing was inspired by that album. That album literally changed my whole mindset and life. I would say.
0: Okay, okay, all right. So I think I've got a couple of songs. So, dysfunctional by Tech Nine. Um. Any, but I'm gonna specifically say Ill Mind of Hobson Five, but any of the Ill Minds. And um, Ooh, okay, you have thoughts on that one? I'll let you. <laughs> let's, let's talk about this one. All right.
1: I literally remember when I first heard Hobson; it was on World Star Hip Hop back when it was like the thing. They had posted it, and correct me if I'm wrong, he was coming at rappers, correct?
0: Uh some of it, yeah. And Ill Minded of Robson yeah. Five was entirely going at every rapper that existed at the moment.
1: I thought it was insane. I was like, how this man is literally he has a spotlight on him and he's just dissing people, coming at people's necks, just saying like pretty wild shit, you know? Yep. Um It was something that I wasn't really used to. It was different for me, but it almost felt like it felt wrong to like it, but that's what I loved about it so much. Yep. Is that this, is, this isn't like my typical go-to song or, or artist for that fact, but yeah. like when you're in a mood or you're in a vibe like Hobson, you can't go wrong. You need to appreciate that man for his lyric, lyricalism or whatever the word is for it. He doesn't get his flowers. He doesn't get his credit. I don't feel, yep. I feel like he's very slept on.
0: A lot but, of people like, leave out Hobson.
1: Oh, my God. I mean, I don't remember how old I was when I first saw it, but I just knew I had just gotten internet, I think. And that was, like, my go-to, Hobson. Like, and no other kid in the school knew who he was. So I was like, I feel like this is my one thing that I can be unique. Maybe people find me weird for it, but this is really dope. This is what I was listening to, like, on the way to school on the bus, on the way home on the bus. like Just had my phone on, earphones on, and that's what I was bumping,
0: man. So, interestingly, I didn't discover Hobson by listening to Hobson or even Tech Nine for that matter. There's an artist, his name is The Joker. J O K E R R, double R's for some reason. Him and Hobson were best friends for a long time. And I guess when Hobson signed with Funk Music he totally ditched the joker like just told him to go fuck off and so i i had listened to the joker forever and he made a oh god what was his stupid something whatever the song was it was specifically a dig at hobson and so i was like okay who the fuck is this dude And I think the first Hobson song I ever heard was Ill Mind to Hobson 5. I was like, oh. Oh, okay. This is nuts. But yeah, the Joker also had like, he was going to be signed to Strange Music. He got like invited to sit down on the tour bus with Tech and have Tech listen to his music. And the Tech's manager just kicked him off the bus for no reason. So he drove from like Arizona to L.A., and Tech got to listen to one song before he got kicked off the bus. So he did a whole diss on Tech that is actually hilarious.
1: I'll have to check that out. I, I've never heard of this guy before, but I need to, to check it, it out. Because
0: a couple of his songs Please. are just hilarious. He also disses uh, the Insane Clown Posse and just all of the Juggalo rappers. That I think he's more funny than actually a good artist but it's still just a fun time like it's just a blast sometimes but on his youtube channel you can go back and find like videos of him and like pre-fame hobson just sitting in a basement freestyling and it's such a weird dynamic because then later you listen to the song about fuck hobson it's like you know what fair fair <laughs>
1: Speaking of Tech Nine, I uh, I used to work when I was in high school in this local restaurant in town, and my boss was actually like one of the biggest Tech Nine fans. This man would, you know, late night at the bar, he would get drunk, and then he would come back to the kitchen where I was like cleaning up, and he would just put Tech Nine on the speaker. He would put on like a Tech Nine instrumental, and this man would literally try to rap out on me, and I was like, yo, you need to relax.
0: You need to relax. <laughs>
1: Oh. I'm literally like greased up right now. He's trying to rap out on me. Like, you yeah, gotta At least let me get off the clock.
0: <laughs> Make sure you can't fire me when we do this.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I'm about to smoke you, know.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, the tech is also somebody who it seems like nobody remembers. Like when you start talking about rappers, nobody mentions tech. And I don't know why.
1: I think it probably has something to do with, like, he's not commercially appealing, right? Like, he's not on the radio. He's not pop. But I feel like more people in the underground scene appreciate and respect him more than people that listen to the radio or listen to, like, you know, whatever's popping at the time, trendy. You really got to dig and dive into that whole scene of, like, rappers... That are great, like Tech Nine, Hobson. You know, Tyler the Creator, when he first came out, that was dope. Yep. Um, You know, everything he's making now is still dope, but when I first heard Tyler the Creator, I was just like, my mom better not hear me listening to this type of (laughs) shit, you know? Right.
0: (laughs) For sure. I, so I pulled up the lyrics for Ill Mind to Hobson 5, and oh my God. I totally, I love that the first line of the entire song is, man, I hate rap, but if the shoe fits, wear it. It's like, all right, I guess you don't have to love your job, but fuck, okay. <laughs>
1: like, He's not wrong. He's not wrong.
0: Though. Uh, I'm ashamed I played a part in this devilish game making your common sense perish. I like that. Bars, it's such, bars. so many bars. I forgot how fucking long that song is. Okay, gotta scroll like Easy. ten times to get through all the lyrics.
1: He's a go campaign. People need to give Hobson flowers.
0: They do. They really do. Damn it! Oh, so good. Um, the th- honestly, I speaking of Hobson and Tech, am I a psycho? Did you ever listen to that song? It's Hobson, I'm Tech, and Bob.
1: Yes, 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 I have.
0: Yes,
1: yeah. I remember nope. riding around in high school in this girl's car, and she had like back in the day when you used to burn CDs. Yes, and you know she used to play that song all the time in the car. Every single time she picked me, she was playing that song. B O B, shout to B O B. You're not forgotten. You're still so appreciated for sure.
0: B O B really did kind of come onto the scene really hard with. Like it was that song with Tech and Hop, and then he did, I can't remember the album, but oh god,
1: trying sure to know what you're talking about. Yeah, too. he
0: did the one album that blew up, and then I haven't heard from him <laughs> since then. That's a lie. He did airplanes with Eminem and Haley. Was it Haley Williams?
1: I think, yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah,
0: yeah. He did both versions of airplanes. But other than that, he just disappeared.
1: Yeah, no, I think maybe like a year ago, this producer tried reaching out to me to B. B. and someone that he produced for BOB and others. Like, is that supposed to be a flex? Like, no disrespect to BOB. I look at that guy, but I was just like, where is this man
0: at? Yeah, right? Somebody find him. Same with like Akon. Lonely yeah, Island disappeared. It was,
1: it- <laughs> <laughs> There was like an ad that came out with Akon and he had like hair and everybody was like freaking out about it. And I was like, he didn't have hair before. I was like, is this supposed to be like the Mandela effect? Like, I just don't remember the man's had hair or what?
0: Like, oh man, so many weird artists that like everyone remembers, but no one remembers. Like you, you (laughs) mention them for some reason and everybody's like, oh, I know them, but nobody ever (laughs) thinks of them
1: no no they're just there i mean they did what they had to do and and we appreciate it but you know it is what it is
0: right it's like nobody's ever sitting in their car like i gotta drive to work what am i feeling today let's put on some acon nobody's saying that in 2022 (laughs) pump some (laughs) acon on the way to work
1: I think the last time that like, I seen he was really in the spotlight was when he did that song with Six Nine.
0: Oh yeah, um,
1: I think it was a remix of one of his older songs or something like that. But I was like, man, what happened?
0: Oh, and then you got Soldier Boy out here as a streamer now instead, and a streamer, and then making weird tech products that are awful.
1: Yes, I, I agree 100%. You know, he's not lying when he was, like, the first big internet rapper, though. You know, That's you got to give that his credit, for sure. For but sure. as far as, like, all the entrepreneuring stuff, like, credit to it. But at the same time, like, is it really trustworthy?
0: Right, right. It's like, well, you know, he was the first to do it. I don't think he was the best to do it, but he got there. He showed people another way of doing things. But he also felt like one of those people who got there either too quick or was only focused on getting there. Because he totally just dropped. Like, I'm here. What, what the fuck do I do now?
1: <laughs> and that, that's just like the same argument with, um, I don't know if you remember Fetty Walk. Like,
0: Yep, yep, yep.
1: Everybody in the industry says that, his, I mean, label maybe is the blame for it, but he literally had hits back to back to back. <laughs> and everybody's like, maybe he should have kept, like, a couple of those songs and released them later on and not just, like, boom, boom,
0: boom. Right. Boom, boom, that type of stuff, so. But. Yeah. Fetty Wap did blow up and then go away in, like, a year.
1: Literally. I couldn't go anywhere without hearing 1738. You yep. know, like, anywhere.
0: Insane. Shit, I think I still have some playlists that have those three songs of his that just exploded. They still just are on there. To be fair, I make a new playlist like every month, but
1: (laughs) yeah, I I mean, when the songs came out, I literally bought them. Like it was just, it was so catchy, you couldn't avoid it anywhere. You, I was in high school. You would go to high school dancing, and that's all they would put on the on the DJ, like just Fetty Wap Seventeen. You know?
0: Yep. Yep. Oh man. That's huh. You got
1: me reminiscing for yeah, sure. Yeah, the
0: more we sit here, the more weird artists. I'm like, "Oh yeah, that guy." <laughs> uh. Now I almost want to go find a playlist and just start scrolling and see what see what we got. I mean, obviously there's a lot of weird There's a lot of weird ones, you know, like Creed. That's not rap, but Creed still is like they made like three songs that were great, and I think those are the only three songs any human has ever listened to by Creed. <laughs> uh, what's uh
1: What's the band that I think is it Haley Williams in uh, Paramore?
0: Paramore. Yeah, they made no. uh... Fired. God damn it! Um, now I'm looking it up. Paramore, Misery Business. That's. That's the only song people know by Paramore.
1: <laughs> sadly. Sadly, but she's got some vocals on
0: her. Oh my god. Haley Williams is nuts. Her and then like Chester Bennington was another dude who just unmatched vocally. I've never seen artists that could do what he did with his voice. It was impressive. Literally.
1: Literally.
0: Um Good God. Now we are really reminiscing just about everything. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Just go see all the artists Eminem has collabed with. That's how you know who fell off. Because, like, mm, everyone yeah. he ever collabed with, none of them exist anymore.
1: <laughs> Sounds hey, horrible. If I, got an, if I got an Eminem verse, I'd be like... Of course, I'd be like, now I can relax. I've, I've quote-unquote made it or whatever. But you gotta, like, stem from that. You gotta you see your benefit like they say you know you get the drake stimulus package you get a drake verse you're off to the races type of shit
0: for sure give them some oh my god nate dog there you go there's a name for sure (laughs) fucking 50 cent Uh, he's only worth 50 cents now but
1: that man, the last time I, like, remember him vividly was vitamin water. And I was hooked on vitamin water at the time, and I think yep. he was, like, an investor or something like that. Yep. But that's, that's the last I've heard of 57. And then he went right. broke.
0: He did go broke. And then he did play the Super Bowl this year, which... He did. I mean, I loved it. I thought that was the coolest Super Bowl halftime show they could have done. Too many too many great artists but for sure. that one was that one was interesting
1: i think that was about the reason i watched the super bowl for the most part
0: but yeah fair enough fair enough yeah i mean wow i have an akon song in this uh playlist to be fair it's just it's a playlist called all time it has like 75 hours worth of music on it so it is. it was just me, like, finding every song I've ever heard and enjoyed a little bit and throwing it in a playlist. So, <laughs> which was really stupid, because I'd never listen to it, because it's too confusing. You'll go from rap to country to heavy metal, and it just hurts your brain.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I do like country music. A lot of older stuff, yep. the oldies, preferably. The new country is a little too pop for me, but but the oldies are timeless for sure.
0: But, oh my God, Baby Bash. They made one song that you know, Cyclone. That's the...
1: Dude, shout out to Baby Bash. That's my boy. He follows me on Twitter, man. Really?
0: Nuts. That's awesome, actually.
1: I (laughs) I remember watching the music videos on MTV, and then like randomly one day, my man followed me on Twitter, and I was like thank
0: you sir oh man t-pain was on that album uh or on that song i mean yikes wrong word but oh my god i'm
1: about to go after this i'm gonna go listen to all these songs man you're gonna be like reminiscing hard
0: (laughs) oh well i hope that that works out and they're as good as you remember because sometimes they aren't
1: (laughs) yeah you listen to it and you're like wait a minute this is this is not here like it was in 2007.
0: right like uh dude i think t-pain got so shit on for his use of auto-tune and he's uh, and then now the dude like twitch streams and just starts singing or rapping and you're like oh dude can sing like dude's got a voice he was just using AutoTune as flair. Oh. Oh, so everybody just sucked. And that's the reason we have no more T Pain. Okay.
1: I don't know if you heard this, but there was like an article that came out or a rumor or something like that that Usher was shitting on T Pain when T Pain first came out. And that played a big role on like why he used AutoTune or why he kind of went away for a while. But. Man's was ahead of his time, you know? Everybody's using Auto-Tune now, so for right? sure. And
0: most people aren't using it as well as he did either.
1: Oh, like man. It was almost like he was born with Auto-Tune. Like, that's just how good he got at it. Right? How good it sounded on him. Like, it's just...
0: Classic. 100%. So good. Yeah, so it was Haley Williams on airplanes. Yeah, Now the that. Fucking... Tayo, Teo, Cruz. Oh.
1: What was that one song that was like major?
0: Dynamite.
1: Di- yeah, there you yes. go right there. That was another high school dance classic.
0: <laughs> yep, 100%. Uh, Ludacris. Everyone always forgets Ludacris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, please classic. We really are just going back through random people flow rider there you go
1: i think he's gonna be in iowa somebody one of these older rappers is about to be in iowa like in september or something like that really oh, they're performing at this new arena we got in Coralville, and of course everybody's gonna go to it because you know just like us right now we're reminiscent
0: right they hear the name and they go damn i forgot about you let's go yeah. see him
1: <laughs> i don't i really don't know like I'm sure the man has like, you know, multiple albums, but I don't know any songs minus the ones that were on the radio. So, right. I I probably can't jam out at that concert. my but, apologies.
0: <laughs> then you got Macklemore.
1: <laughs> very controversial. Very.
0: Very controversial.
1: But and hey, "Thrift Shop" heavy. was
0: a banger though. <laughs> Uh,
1: Macklemore is not a bad artist. I'm not, no. not going to say he's a bad artist. He he has good songs, but it was just the whole him winning the best rap album of the year yeah. that really just put that debt in his career. But, man, yeah. he's 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 good. He's good.
0: For sure. I totally forgot if I was actually had a point with us going down this road. The point's been lost. We're just reminiscing now, apparently. <laughs>
1: Nothing wrong
0: with that. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but, uh oh, haven't seen a, haven't seen a different artist in a while. Fucking Juicy J. Oh.
1: What happened to that? Is he still making I music? I have or? no
0: idea. Let's give it a Google. <laughs> I'm very intrigued. Juicy J.
1: I feel like either he's just he's still making music, or he's like invested into some weed company or something like that. Liz Khalifa
0: and Juicy Juicy J made a song in twenty on December third of twenty twenty one. I guess that looks like that, the most recent. Yeah.
1: It's not that old, no.
0: I love that the most asked question on Google is: Is Juicy J alive? <laughs>
1: That's what I'm saying. I haven't heard of him. I haven't I haven't seen him really do anything crazy like right? a couple years ago when he was on a roll, but
0: Oh, he has an official website. Okay. The hustle still continues is the first thing you see when you open his website, so Fucking two chains. What the song that pops up is called Spend It by Juicy J, featuring Lil Baby and Two Chains. <laughs> How old is that? It's gotta be new. Now I gotta check Spotify, see what's actually happening.
1: I mean, uh, there's little babies on it. It's gotta that's be gotta be recent.
0: recent. His latest release came out this year. It was called Space Age Pimpin. That was the name of the name of the album. But that's not where that song came from, apparently. He's released two albums this year. Holy shit.
1: Man, it's working. Uh,
0: Apparently. This one is almost entirely a collab with Wiz Khalifa, though. It is entirely a collab with Wiz Khalifa. Wiz is on every song. So What's that album called? That one is called Stoner's Night, because of course it is. <laughs> uh, yes, of course. What else is there? Twenty twenty one, maybe the hustle still continue. That, yep. Yeah. Okay, yep. and L. choppa Who else is on here? Logic, ASAP Rocky, Ty Dolla Sign. Woo! <laughs> that guy.
1: That guy was on a roll. I mean, still, even then, like. You know, you, you hear him on, like, a couple songs doing you know, the backup vocals or whatever. The man can sing, no doubt. Yeah. But, yeah, he definitely had that role. I don't know what year it was. Where, I mean, every song, either <laughs> he was on it or it was his song, it was just popping.
0: Yeah. That would have been, God, what, 20, 2013, maybe?
1: Around. I was still, yeah, I was still in high school. Yep. I just remember singing that Or Not song. I was like, yo, this is so explicit.
0: Yep, yep. not was great. I don't know why, but everybody was listening to that fucking song. So many people, it's like, do you even know what the fuck they're saying in this song? Or are you just like, the beat's good, I'm chilling.
1: I was saying that shit on the top of my lugs, man. Yep. Knowing damn well, I wasn't doing that crazy like the song.
0: Right? <laughs> oh, man. Ugh, gotta love it. Uh Will I Am Cause you know, gotta break off from the black eyed peas.
1: <laughs> For sure. Even my dad was listening. There's this um he's a Mexican artist. He passed away, rest in peace. Uh Juan Sebastian. Will I Am literally made a song with this guy and it was like my dad's favorite song at the time. It was nothing like you would expect Will I am to do. But I don't know if that man is even still making music or what his adventures
0: are, but I have no idea
1: but he's a good child. He's a good.
0: Absolutely. Gotta love that. Just randomly Kendrick Lamar in this playlist. It's like, you don't really fit what we're talking about right now, man.
1: <laughs> Did you listen to his last album or not?
0: Kendrick's newest album? No. No, yeah, I haven't. you haven't. No. Need to
1: apparently. Have to? You want <laughs> to? I don't know. I wanted to hear your opinion on it, but you're okay. going to have to listen to it. And you have to get back to me. All right. Sure.
0: I'll have to do that for sure fucking jason derulo
1: yeah you already know
0: (laughs) i think that's that's all that needs to be said just jason derulo
1: literally the name itself
0: yeah i mean that's like the only lyric in all of his songs anyways so (laughs) you know it's a jason derulo song because the first thing you hear is jason derulo (laughs) Bro's got to make sure he's promoting himself in his own song.
1: Literally singing it all beautifully, whatever.
0: So do you remember the cheerleader song? Like, oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. That Oni, Omi, Omi, O-M-I, Omi. Yes. (laughs) That might be the artist who fell the farthest off. Because he truly made one song. He yeah, might have made the song one song i ever heard. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Now I got to see. <laughs> no, he does have other songs. And he released an album in 2019. That oh, that's the not, not the latest one. release. His latest release. He made a single this year. Called Don't so Stop. Who, who signed this man? I need to know. I have no idea. Oh, man.
1: I feel like a lot of, like, you know, like, on the topic of reminiscing, a lot of the songs that were popping back then, like, I feel like they're almost coming back, like, on TikTok. People are yeah. using older songs for dances or whatever the case is. So, I'm like...
0: Which I dude, absolutely like, love. Back. I love Yeah, that. they could... That's happening.
1: Oh, my God. Like, all, all these little kids, like, reliving us when we were kids is crazy.
0: Right? Oh, man. Afro Jack. Afro Jack He was a weird artist. Uh <laughs> Pitbull Neo.
1: Ooh. Fucking Neo, Neo's dope. Tiger. I think he's like what is he like uh OnlyFans do now or yeah. something like that? Yeah. Sort of I mean,
0: guy. Good for you, I guess.
1: But yeah, and you know, make your money, get your bread.
0: For sure beard oh man i don't know if i like going back and reminiscing it makes me feel old how old are you uh 22
1: 22 oh man you got me feeling like old man oh no what are you 24 <laughs> yeah I'm 24
0: yep there, there it goes that sounds about right uh,
1: <laughs> yeah i was like oh you were like 25 or 24 at least oh
0: i'm sorry i'm the young guy my bad that's dude everybody tries to shame me for the fact that i'm younger than them lately i don't know what's going on
1: <laughs> for being it.
0: no like Eero was pissed he was like i thought you were at least 30 i was like no. Fuck, man do i look <laughs> that damn old for fuck's sake i don't want to be here anymore <laughs> oh that was tough tough
1: time so you're 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 a gamer right you game yep what's what's your go-to game at the moment
0: at the moment probably valorant
1: and you your pc
0: xbox uh pc i own i have my pc an xbox series x a ps4 because the ps5 is not a real product i refuse to believe it exists
1: which is crazy,
0: right? And a Nintendo Switch, got all of them right, right here. Got to be able to play any of the any of the games people want to watch, I guess.
1: <laughs> so, so what what are your recommendations on Nintendo Switch? Because I've had a Switch for like two years now, and I buy a new game and I'm just bored like Did immediately. Did you
0: play Breath of the Wild already? I
1: have it. I have it, and I'm literally still playing it.
0: I was gonna say you gotta finish Breath of the Wild. It is. So good! It's such a good game, but outside of that, I'm gonna be honest. That is like the only Switch game I've played. I bought a Switch to like, play Legend of Zelda. That is it.
1: it. Literally, that's that's literally why I bought it because I was listening to all the reviews on it and you know all the hype and I wasn't disappointed and I'm not disappointed. But it's it's such a I feel like it's a never ending game. Like there's always yep. something to do to explore, and yeah, I mean, I what was it? It's that game where you're on an island. Animal Crossing. Is oh, yeah, called? yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I tried playing that. It was dope, but it's just like... I don't know. I always catch myself going back to Zelda and just trying to finish the game because I'm very yeah. crass and or all that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is a long game with a ton of, like, side quests and that type of thing, which is a good and a bad thing. Um, but, I don't know. I well, I bought my Switch to play Zelda and to have like i think i have a couple mario games on there and a couple other things just for like if i go on a trip i can still play some video games i guess but i i don't know nintendo's weird
1: i'm like 50 50 on it like whether i love it or i hate it like i'm either playing it or i'm putting it down for like a couple months and not going back to it but yep I mean, initially why I bought it was I was going on a trip to Chicago and I was going to be on a train for, you know, two hours or whatever. And funny story, like my dumbass had bought tickets, right? It was a round trip. Okay. Um, I had accidentally bought first class tickets on this train on the way there because it was the only one that they had. And then on the way back, I was just riding like regular economy, whatever the hell. Yep. I literally got on the train and this man's, apparently they check your ticket after the train is leaving. So what happens if you don't have a ticket? Are they going to stop the train? You know, um, the span in front of everybody in front of everybody says, sir, you're sitting in the wrong section. And I said, what? He said, sir, you're supposed to be sitting in first class. I'm like, yeah, let everybody know that I'm sitting in first class and I'm not rich. So I can get jumped immediately when I get off this train. But moral of the story, I bought the switch literally just for this trip. And uh the girl that I was dating at the time, we were like saving up money or whatever. We were going to move in, blah, blah, blah. She literally, like I was I was just complaining about wanting to switch so much. She says, you know, why don't you just take the money that we have saved up and just buy it? And it was probably the best decision I've ever made in my life because she probably would have been stuck with that money had she just, you know, she broke up with me. So that switched is the reminder of that relationship and maybe that's why i have like a 50 50 on why i love it and hate it
0: that's valid that's yeah. valid that's <laughs> hilarious oh man i don't have any cool switch stories or any cool train stories i don't think i've ever been on a train not an actual train
1: but the crazy thing about the switch was i had this is maybe like my second or third switch i had bought it and for some reason like the fans in the back were mad loud on my first one like it almost didn't sound normal, so I took it back. They gave me another one, and then on that one, I just felt like it was the, what do you call them, joysticks or... Joy-Cons, uh, yeah. Joy-Cons. I just felt like they were really cheap. Like, they were super loose on the, the Switch when I would click it in. And so then I went back and got another one, and this one luckily fit my standards. But see, it was a hassle.
0: I had problems like that with PlayStation. I have owned, I think, 12 PlayStation 4s. Whoa. Because they just stop working. Like, the HDMI port, it doesn't move. It just sits there. But I'll turn it on and no video display ever. So I take it back to GameStop, and it's like, hey, I bought this here, and they're like, hey, cool, you still have your stupid warranty that you paid for. So I had, like, 12 PlayStations, but I was paying, like, 60 bucks for them because i was just buying gamestop's warranty where they just take it back and give you a full refund or just a new one and i was like cool so yeah i've had like 12 of them because they just stopped functioning it's like dude fuck my internet's not good enough to re-download games like this (laughs) fuck
1: not the wi-fi
0: dude you don't even want to (laughs) know
1: literally i used to have the same issues when i was living in columbus junction um, and I called like my internet provider, and they're like, "Well, you just got to move closer to headquarters." I was like, "That's insane!" And fast forward to a couple years later, I I ended up moving closer to the headquarters, so do have good Wi Fi now.
0: Nice. I wish I had good Wi Fi. I I'd have to move <laughs> very far to get somewhere with good Wi Fi. <laughs>
1: And I mean, we live in like a town that's in the middle of nowhere, literally like in the middle of cornfield. But apparently we're closer to headquarters and the Internet is better. So, you know, my brother can game up, you know, whenever he wants and I can record music and there's no issue. But definitely costly. Definitely. Inflation.
0: I live in a state that is the middle of nowhere. I live in Wyoming. The whole place is the middle of nowhere. So, no kidding, yeah. So, internet here sucks <laughs> real hard.
1: So, do you live like in town or do you live outside no, of town? No, I live out in the
0: middle of nowhere. That's insane.
1: Is that, it creepy? Is it are you used to it by now? It, I'm guessing it
0: still can be. It what, there's no lights, so you start hearing shit at night. It's like I don't know what that is. Could be a raccoon. Could be a murderer. Who the fuck knows or both a murderous raccoon. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it's, crazy. yeah, it's weird. I, I don't remember who it was, but I was on a discord call with somebody the other night and I wanted to go smoke. So I like switched over to my phone and walked out and it was middle of the night and they were like, let me see what's going on out there. I flipped the camera and it's just black. There's nothing. It's like, how do you do that? It's like I sit here, hope nothing kills me. What am I gonna do? Like, what what do you want from me? <laughs> I'm that's, poor. Pretty conv-
1: that, that's pretty convenient though, as far as like, you know, you don't have any neighbors, right?
0: Right. So
1: you can go out there and you know, I don't know, you smoke weed. I'm guessing.
0: I do. Yep.
1: So weed, you can smoke weed Yeah,
0: stuff. Yeah. whatever. it's
1: like. I mean, I do, you know, I do have a pretty big yard, but obviously I got neighbors and it's like, man, I got to wait till the midnight to literally go out there and just enjoy, you know, and that, that's like the downside of it. So props to you. I'm jealous. I envy you for
0: sure. I wouldn't. As much Mm -hmm. as that one thing may be nice. There's a lot of downsides. Oh, you want to go buy a soda from somewhere? Cool. Drive 30 miles. That's. Oh, you want, you want food? Spend an hour in the car just to get to a place that sells food. It's like, okay.
1: And with these gas prices, whoa.
0: Yeah, and because it's Wyoming, we get a ton of snow. So I drive a truck. So these gas well, prices, you... I just stay home.
1: <laughs> that's that's a good idea. I don't know what what what's a, a gallon over there right uh, now.
0: Right now, I think we're lower than everyone everywhere else. I think just regular unleaded was four sixty nine. Whoa. yeah we're, we're lucking out with it still being a little lower than lots of places but still too damn high
1: yeah i mean like the local gas station that's like you know five minutes away from my house is like 579 a gallon right Jesus. now and that's just regular unleaded yeah it, it's it's getting pretty crazy man.
0: oh well it also might there might be an impact of we don't have state tax so
1: oh wow yeah, on the gas
0: on anything Really. Oh, anything? We don't have state income tax. There's yeah, like it's yeah, wow. Which is probably why we're so underdeveloped. They have no With. money to do anything. <laughs> like,
1: but no problem.
0: It's nice. <laughs> you know, it's it's nice if you live here and you make ten bucks an hour. You make more money than anybody who lives in any other state, technically. At 10 bucks an hour you're making more because you don't have to pay in as much in taxes so that's always nice. yeah no
1: no that is really nice
0: but uh, i'm
1: about to move out to wyoming
0: i wouldn't recommend it <laughs> you, your your neighbors are going to be some cows Got it's some crazy cows.
1: because like everybody that lives in a different state is always complaining about their state like everybody here you know <laughs> trashes i was so bad you know, like cornfields, pigs, you know, that's all you got. And then you have, you know, like you in Wyoming, you got to drive far as hell to get anything. Yep. It's like, man, are you ever going to be like really happy where you are?
0: Yes. I think I've been to places where I know I'd be happier, I just can't afford to.
1: Name name your go-to right now.
0: I got 3 places that I'd love to be. Uh here. ever since I was I I the first time I ever went to L.A., I was like twelve, but I don't know. I loved L.A., man. Something about it—the just the whole vibe of the city. To be fair, this was ten years ago. Vibe might have changed, but L.A. was always really high up there. Um, Miami and Seattle. I don't know. I'm a city guy. I want to live in a city, but I think Seattle might be tops of like where I'd. Wish I could be just good vibe. I agree, up there. With you.
1: But... I agree. I went to Seattle two years ago, I think, and it was like I don't know if it was a culture shock, maybe part yep. of that, but it's just like it's a whole different world out there. Oh, yeah. I swear,
0: for it's, sure. It's, I don't know why. Well, I mean, a lot of like companies are based in Seattle and like a lot of tech companies, so it almost seemed like the entire city was more technologically advanced than anywhere I'd ever been. They just got the newest stuff fastest because everything's centered there.
1: I don't know. It, it it's so dope because you can be in the city and then you can drive, you know, an hour or whatever and you could be in the middle of a forest and it's just like you got both worlds right there and it's that's, it's beautiful
0: man. That's why Seattle and LA are up there. Their location is just so good. It's like for Seattle, you know, you got you got the beach you got the forest, the trees, all within that little area. And the same with L.A. I mean, you got the beach and the ocean. You got the city. And then you got the mountains and the hills just outside of it. Like, you can see it all from downtown. It's like, that's dope. That's a cool place to dope. be.
1: So dope. And then I mean, you get some cities
0: was... that are just flat.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember when I was flying into Seattle, like, they tell you to look out the window because you can see the mountain that they got out there. And it was just yep. like, taken, for sure.
0: Yep. I think L.A. is off the list. Too much state tax in California. You make oh, no money man. there.
1: <laughs> and the gas, gas, oh my god! Out the roof. I guess. I, I really, I don't know how people live in L.A. or California in general. You've it seems to, like it's.
0: They drive a Tesla and have solar panels. That is how. So they don't pay sure. for their power or their gas. They just chill. That's the sure. only way it's possible. I think, at least. Or you're just rich out of your ass and don't have to care. That too, that's a
1: possibility, (laughs) yeah. I I mean, I would whip a Tesla if it wasn't, you know, an arm and a leg, but...
0: Right. All cars are an arm and a leg right now, I guess. Unless you're buying used.
1: And even then, right now... Yeah, even then, yeah, they're charging up the ass with that. And, like, even, like, the dealerships around the city, like, all the dealerships are empty, all the cars are off the line. It's like, what happened?
0: Well, so what happened is... They're not able to produce new vehicles right now. So the same thing, I don't know how into tech you are, but like computer components have just not existed since the pandemic. And it's because even before the pandemic, which caused work shortages and stoppages and all that kind of stuff. Before that, we hit a silicon shortage. So not like silicone, like you use to board up your windows or whatever silicon is what is used to make all of the different components for it all vehicles right now require these same little processing chips and they can't get them there are lots of 2022 ford f-150s ready to go except they don't have the computer chips, so they can't run so they're just sitting there rotting because Insane. they can't get them it's nuts
1: and the scary part of it is i mean i feel like we've talked about anything in this podcast but yeah. the thing about it is like to me the scary part is is the economy just crashing yep. and you know at the end of all this and i don't know what it's going to be like i don't know what what the world is going to be like but it's just scary to think about it especially it really being like an, an adult now that you have yeah. responsibilities and bills it's like
0: we have to care uh, now
1: yeah i mean it's like gas just to go to work you know Right. And then you go to the grocery store, everything is like expensive as fuck now. And Oh, my God. I don't know what it's going to come to, but it's kind of scary.
0: Absolutely. I mean, well, as I told you, because of where I live, there's not a lot of jobs. So I guess I'm kind of blessed that I do what I do because I get to sit at home and still work. But also, how long is that going to work?
1: What do you do for for a job or what?
0: Just you know the podcast streams videos that content creation doesn't pay a ton but i would make zero dollars if i worked anywhere around here just putting gas in my truck would cost more than i would make i
1: did but that's dope i mean you're (laughs) happy you you know as long as you're happy doing that like that for sure mental health mental health again you know oh yeah i feel like as long as you're happy that's all that matters man right for sure you know we we I've gone through rough patches growing up you know just yep. moving from place to place and it's like as long as you're really happy you you don't really need anything else for the most part i feel
0: right and yeah, maybe food and water
1: oh for sure for sure i love food man i love food
0: yeah, food's
1: like good. even especially in like Seattle when you're trying all these different kinds of foods, man, it's insane too. That 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 would be one of the places I would move to if I could. That or um, Utah.
0: Utah would be another place for sure. Utah. That's interesting. Why Utah?
1: So that Park City specifically, it's like 45 minutes from Salt Lake City. I don't know if you've ever heard of Park yeah, City, yeah, yeah. but um, I went out there with the girl that I was with at the time, and it was just like a different. It was in the middle of the winter, so you still had the snow and you know, people going out there to ski. But, you know, I, I was in a condo that was you could see the mountains from every direction, and it's just like you go out in the morning. The air just feels different, man. You, you just it is just so refreshing compared to like what you breathe here in Iowa. It's it's a whole different vibe. You go downtown and man, I don't know. It's it's I would definitely move to Park City. If I could in a hard game.
0: Fair enough. That's interesting. I don't think I've ever heard a single person tell me they want to move to Utah.
1: <laughs> if I got signed, like right now, first thing I would do is get a house out in Park City for sure.
0: That's awesome. Sure. That's awesome. Sure. Um, so, by the way, the we've talked about everything on this podcast. That's the reason it's called the Scuffed-Ass Podcast. There's no plan. We just do. So, for the name of that, it was the first episode I ever recorded. I didn't know what I was going to call it. I just knew I wanted to start a podcast. So I was like, welcome to the... I don't know what this is. And I was like, welcome to this scuffed-ass podcast. And I don't know, when I listened to it back, I was like, hey, that could work. Probably can't have ass in the title, though. Apple won't like it, but... i
1: I respect it and it's a cool vibe you know you don't feel like you're cemented to like a right an outline or a template on asking questions. like it's you we talk about whatever and this is this is probably one of the coolest interviews i've had for sure
0: well i appreciate that i try my best to not look like a moron (laughs) i don't know if i do a good job at not looking like a moron but hey we're here anyways but uh, no, for, the,
1: for this being like our first interaction really besides you know when you dm me or whatever um man you're a really cool guy like i literally i would go over and i would you know smoke drink whatever with you you're a dope ass guy for appreciate sure appreciate
0: that you too man i'm that's the other thing i've been shocked about is just how many i don't know cool people you get to meet doing this right <laughs> you also get to meet some absolute dickheads but We try to forget about those. We don't talk about those.
1: For sure. For sure. I mean, you know, in the industry that we're in, you meet all kinds of different people. People with big egos, people who are, you know, humble and grounded like us. Um, It's cool, man. It's cool to meet cool people like you. I, You know, I feel like today, officially, I have made a new friend.
0: Me too. I appreciate that. There are also the weird people who uh, uh, pretend to be cool with you so that they can use you to vault themselves, annoys the fuck out of me every time. Hate it. Because I'm going to bite it. every time. It's like, I want to meet people. I want to do cool stuff. So absolutely, we can, you know, do whatever. And then it turns out they're a dick bag, and it's like, damn it, okay. <laughs> Fine.
1: I feel it, man. I'm, I'm nice to a fault sometimes, and, and people take advantage of it, and you know, like, I'll let you in on the inside of the announcement that I'm making. Ooh,
0: we're making an Hopefully,
1: announcement. Hopefully, <laughs> for sure. So, over the years, like, I, I first started on SoundCloud, of course, like any other rapper. Um, you know, I got my, my SoundCloud gems, and people have been bothering me to, like, upload them on all streaming platforms. So, I'm going to be dropping, like, all these Ooh. SoundCloud classics. Hopefully, in the next two weeks or so, we're doing the finishing touches on it. Um, and where was I going with this? Where Big was announcement, I going?
0: The SoundCloud Classic. Oh, I, I, oh, oh. We were on yes. something. I... Yes.
1: I'm on it. I'm on it now. So <laughs> I'm nice to a fault, right? I let all these people yeah, yeah. interact with me, use me for whatever it is, whether it be promoting their stuff or collaborating. And so the title of the whole, you know, compilation, if you want to call it that, is going to be, thank God for me. And that sounds very selfish off the topic when you hear like the story behind it is like, you know, if it wasn't for me, you know, where would this girl who came into my life just to benefit and mooch off me? Where would you be without me? Thank God for me. Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't for me, like who would this, you know, I've had rappers steal whole ass songs to me and act like I wouldn't find out, Like, man, you use the same beat, hook, verse, like if it wasn't for me, who would you steal from? Thank God for me. You know, he like stole that, that's my
0: whole shit. Word for word. Bar for bar. Bar
1: for bar. Literally this happened before the whole soldier boy thing, man. So I could say I did it first.
0: That's awesome. Well, it's not awesome, but it's <laughs>
1: Right, 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 yeah. <laughs> But but, but yeah, yeah that that's that's what we're gonna be dropping here soon so hopefully we can we can wrap up we're waiting on some okay some vocals and whatnot but, and the cover that's art just... is super dope so
0: awesome excited. Uh, well who did the cover art anyone we know
1: oh um, no she's okay. she's a friend who I grew up with her name is Laura Hernandez shout out to Laura um, the photo is actually of another good friend of mine Mallory um, and then Laura came in and just kind of did some little details on it. She, The girl in the photo is wearing like a necklace that says Wednesday on it. And then it's going to be called Thank God for Me. So it kind of just all ties together. So I I'm like excited it. for it. Like I'm it. excited for it.
0: Honestly, it sounds dope. And we get to hear what OG Wednesday was. So that's going to be
1: sure. interesting. Sure. It could be cringe. It could be Too. good. I don't know. We'll have to see.
0: One thing I know, I hate going back and watching old stuff I've made, old streams, old podcasts, old whatever, because it's like, oh, my God, who? why the fuck did anybody ever listen to this dude say words like this guy's a moron? Why are we listening to him? Or like you can tell like I was still like afraid of the camera. Kind of like couldn't be me when I was in front of the camera. I almost had to put on a act and it wasn't a good one so i hate going back and looking at old stuff somebody'll bring up this video of yours from 5 years ago got recommended to me it's like fucking why you didn't watch it did you
1: <laughs> i'm the same way with the, with like old music is you know people tell me yo this is a great song this is a classic whatever and I'm just like I, I I really don't want to listen to that. Like I, you know, you could tell that I still maybe hadn't hit puberty all the way. The voice was a little more high pitched. Yep. But You got to give the people what they want.
0: Right. Right. Ah, oh, it's just a whole weird thing. But. I guess but I,
1: I also I feel you on that aspect where you know your first couple of streams you're kind of like you can't really fully be yourself. You feel weirded out or whatever, and. Like when I first came out and did music, it was, you know, I was being somebody that I wasn't maybe completely all the way, but, you know, just somebody, I don't remember who, so I can't give credit, but somebody told me, he's like, man, just be yourself. Just, you know, if the people accept it, great. You know, there's always going to be people who hate or don't accept you. For sure. And we're all going to die someday. So do what makes you happy. Do, you know, be you. That's it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I never had anybody to give me that kind of advice because, you know, where I live, people didn't realize the Internet existed five years ago. So it's like trying to do this thing and it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just trying it. And it's it's just something at least that I've noticed, even with people who do know more about the space when they start to get into it. Everybody starts off by being a weirdly different person. And then you see that that shell that they've built themselves slowly fade away and it's like okay now you're a person i can vibe with cuz you're finally a real person you're no longer this weird like face that you want everybody to think is you fuck that be you
1: yeah i've had like you know people hit me up on social media and say i saw you at the mall or i saw you at this coffee place blah blah i was too afraid to approach you because Everybody thinks I'm a dick for some reason. Everybody thinks I'm an asshole. But then, you know, once they get to know me and we hang out or whatever, they're like, you're the coolest person ever. This is like, I, I hate that I come off that way. I don't know why I would, right. but I'm just, I'm cool. And I want to be nice to everybody and, and help everybody out. But
0: for sure, you but...
1: know, got to get, got to be careful with it too.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, I think. Yep. It also might just be a if they're a big fan of your music or whatever and that's why they recognize you, maybe you put off the vibe of scary dude, I don't know. I don't get that vibe, but I'm also not in the same room as you. There's a there's a camera and like thousands of miles in between us. What are you gonna do? End the call? No. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so like,
1: yeah, no, I wanna, I wanna be, you know, it's like you said, just be yourself, be genuine, yeah. and and I'm just a really cool, nice guy, and I've, I've hung out with, you know, it's so weird calling people fans. It's like I could have a million followers on social media, and I still would be super weirded out saying that I have fans, but yeah, you know, like when I hang out with fans, it's just like the complete opposite of what they anticipated it would go. Like, you know, if I if you're a fan, I'm coming over to you, and I'm bringing you merch, and you know, taking you out for lunch, whatever it is. And yeah. yeah. You know, I just wanna I wanna thank you right. for listening to my music because there's so many people you could listen to, you know? Right. And the fact that you chose to listen to me and, and I'm your go to for this moment or that moment, like it means the world to
0: me. That's that's a hundred percent a thing. I've never ran into any fans in real life. I don't leave my house and I live in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. So like who am I gonna run into? But it's one of those things, like, I'll say it on streams, it's like, you guys decide to spend your time watching me. There's a billion other streamers. Like, I I don't know, the weird idea of not appreciating your fans, you wouldn't be there without them, right? Like, there's this weird, well, the people will come, it's like, until they don't. Like, sh- you be a dickbag. Nobody's going to show up anymore once they figure out what you are. Like, you got I to, don't, I don't know, it's a, it's a cool thing. There are people who choose to spend their free time enjoying the things you create. That's awesome. Right?
1: That like, is awesome. That's insane.
0: It's an impact you get to have on people that you would have never met
1: if you Literally, just lived I mean, a
0: regular life.
1: Yeah. yeah I mean, you, you know, we could we could do that. We could be like, you know what, I want to live a regular life. But it's... Yep. it's it's the challenge, it's the I know I can do it do it yep. vibe and you know, I've had people from Japan hit me up and say that they like yep. my music. I've had people from Canada, Mexico, Brazil, right, Europe, everywhere, and it's just like mind blowing. Like I'm just this guy from Iowa. Right. You know, you would you would see Iowa you'd be like, well, who's gonna take a rapper seriously from Iowa? What are you rapping about? Corn and farm life and bullish slide and all this you know but
0: can i pay you to make a joke song like that a (laughs) rap song that is like entirely country based i think it would be fucking hilarious
1: that's a good idea and i thought about it it's just it's just a matter of like literally getting down and doing it and putting it out. Yeah, and that, That's like one of those things. It's like, you still got to have fun with this. Right? Even though it's, it's something that you do take serious. You also got to like, just a hundred sit back and just have fun, man.
0: Absolutely.
1: That could yeah. definitely happen.
0: <laughs> That'll be so fucking funny. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, but, uh, all right. Well, I think at least for, stuff i had planned to talk about that's mostly it is there anything else you wanted to touch on speak about
1: no nah, man i just am very grateful and it means the world for, for me and flick so for you to reach out and do this for us you know you can have anybody on this this is your podcast this is your world this is your this is your thing you know and for for the fact that you reached out to me and wanted me on here it, it means the world i value you a lot and I thank you so much for
0: it. I owe you a lot, though. Let's be real here. There are a ton of shows you could go on to to interview and to talk. And the fact that you accepted the invite came on, that means a ton to me. I don't get a ton of new guests around here much, so super thankful for that.
1: (laughs) I mean, you know, I...
0: (laughs) We're going to play this nice back-and-forth game for an hour.
1: (laughs) No, but I, I really do. I appreciate it. It's, it's, it's not a lot of people that, that do reach out to me and say, come on my show and talk to me. You know, it's, I don't know, maybe it's just because I don't come off like a guy that does interviews or whatever, but I want you to know that you can hit me up for anything and everything, and I will be at your, you know, whatever you need, man.
0: Awesome. I I really do appreciate that. And without a doubt, you'll be back on at some point. It was a good time. Fun appreciate conversation. It.
1: Yeah, man. Any, anytime, anything you need, just hit me up, and I got you.
0: Awesome. I really do appreciate that. But for now, uh, I don't know your at on every social media platform, so I'll link them down below. Go give him a follow. Check out his music on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, SoundCloud, I guess, wherever else. Um, and, yeah, thanks for watching. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace.